off. <laughs> What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off the Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I got some gentlemen of extraordinary league guys. Let's go around the table for the first time this year and introduce ourselves, please. K.R. Jones is in the building. Good morning. Troy Brooks is in the building. Peace and love. Your trainer, Corey, a.k.a. your favorite trainer's favorite trainer in the house. God damn it, you're right. And we are back. One year in. This is the second time around. Fellas, we got to get inside here making some noise. That's why we had to come in that MOP status. Had to let them know. In that track play, I want to come out of somebody's pocket. Yo, so you know how I feel coming into 2020. (laughs) I'm about to take somebody Metro card or something. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's a different type of energy. See, that track took me back somewhere else. Like one of the first girls from Brooklyn that I knew that Mm -hmm. intimately in the video. You know what I'm saying? I was claim the fame. She's like, yo, I was in that video in middle school. You know what I'm saying? Gangster, of course. First of Definitely. all, this is a whole different type of lifestyle that Kyle's setting up. My you got bad. the MOP you know chicks in here. It, it just gave me that flashback. You know when you flashback? Yeah, Kyle likes, flashback. Kyle likes a gangster joint. Yo, that's why we're never gonna get in a fight, man. Around the way, yeah. It's like, I'm yo, not, that's you. I'm not with them joints where after the first night you might be missing a chain. Yeah, that's you. I'm not with you. It's a wild look. Yeah, man. So we like Kyle get all of them, man. You got don't sleep. We rest one eye open. Listen, man. You better keep your eye open if Shorty taking your chain. She told you take it off. Everything off. That right off. They chains off. <laughs> right? And since we off, off the strength, yo, yeah. what's the word, fellas? Season two kickoff show. How we feeling? God's good. Life has been great, man. Talk to me, Corey. You, you, you're radiating, Fam, bro. I'm feeling glorious right now. Like, for real. I feel real good. I, um, Glorious. Yeah, That's, man. The end of season one was a lot of work ahead. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I was ready. And I, a lot of it's done. A lot of it isn't. But yeah. I feel I feel good. Yeah. I feel yeah. good. I feel yeah. positive. I feel like things are moving in the right direction. And it's, I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? Nice. I mean, I must say I feel splendid at Uh-oh. the moment. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Just high off of life, mm. if, if you will. Uh, just life? Just life. Okay. Maybe maybe a little something else. I got too. you after the show then. Yeah, Same I need life. you to be sober for right now. We're going to make sure that we get <laughs> oh, no, everything I'm, right. Oh, no, I'm focused. 20, <laughs> right. 2020 clear vision. That's exactly what right. it was supposed to be. Don't come in here with the low eyes on 2020, man. We're supposed Never. to be crystal. Big facts. Big facts. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that got to happen in this year. Speaking of clear, man, I just, you know, I just came back from Jamaica, man. Shout out to... Man. Rude boy for giving me the inspiration. Like, yo, I got to go back to Jamaica one more time. Hell man. yeah. So, boy. Brought the New Year in in another that? country, and that's the goal. Tom Hanks' sun sounding ass Where accent out of here. You near the beach? <laughs> <laughs> right near the beach. <laughs> Get that boy out of here. Right Where you going to do that? That is dying in season two. Yo, what we can't was up with Shaba Hanks? Nah, I stick we don't by my story. <laughs> y'all, yo, yo, y'all heard Shaba Hanks though. That was fine. Nah, no, was it wasn't. Wildin'. It wasn't. It he wasn't. Was I'm gonna tell him right now. Don't go outside with that. You might not make it home, fam. Facts. Don't don't do that. Facts. Do that where you're feeling safe. Do yo, not go to where any real Jamaicans is at. Yeah, you know <laughs> now. You know Tom was like, yo, fam. I'm the only white celebrity that's going this long without some problems. Why you? Why yeah. you causing things yeah. in my life? Why you bringing friction? It's about to me? that time. That's why. Yeah. Why, you, why you bringing that energy to this yeah. family? Yeah, Tom Hanks was cool. <laughs> Nobody had no Tom Hanks beef. Why nah, you? but now it's on there, man. I like I like setting uh, the trends, man. People coming in spicy to 2020, so I want to come in spicy to 2020, why man. Not? That's why we on some protective brand shit, man. Word. Coming inside here, you know. We off this, we off that, we off the strength, and we here to make some goddamn noise. Now, fellas. I want to make sure that we take care of business before we get inside this session. So we got to enlighten some of the listeners. We might have some new fans out there. Not might, it's definite. You know, I said worldwide in 2019. So definitely 2020. It's only going to get bigger. It's internationally known. The Off the Strength Podcast, often imitated, never duplicated, right? Shout out. So we got to sure, make sure that we let everybody out there know what's going on. So we give you an inside look into all things wellness culture. And we like to do that in our spectacular vernacular with the likes of these gentlemen across here. We're going to give you our interpretation of what this industry means. Now, it just so happens that we set the trends and we make the taste. So you're going to hear some stuff that's going to take you on a fantastic voyage. You're going to get your life right. You're going to get your money right. And most of all, you're going to come in taking the goddamn respect. Facts. That's how we have to do it every single time, you know? So I want to make sure that we shout out the big homie Miles is in the booth for one of the last times because he has stepped up his level. He's yeah. bossed up. Yeah. He got a whole new gig. Yeah. So we got to get a round of applause yeah. for the big homie Miles one time. Miles. For the glow up. Day one, day one, yeah. homie. Yeah. I like to see the players out there saluting and elevating their game because Absolutely. we all are doing that constantly. And as we go through this TCB, we got TCB to CTC, fellas. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's cut the check for our new listeners. OG listeners know CTC is the company policy. So as we are putting people on to cut the check, cut the check. this is a moniker that we live in. We got to let them know that this independent hustle is coming for real, for real in 2020. Yes, sir. We open for business out there, folks. That's right out there in TV land. Yeah. You got to know. 
CTC before you see we. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every single time you come inside fact. here. That's a big fact. We're going to make this work, man. So, yeah, you gonna, we're trying to get this thing bigger, better, and brighter coming into this year. So we're definitely going to need some funds. We're going to need everybody to make sure that they come correct. We put on top five, and we wasn't five all last year on a shoestring Same. budget. So we're going to make this shit happen. Factual. I said top five, and we wasn't five. Yeah, let's say One more time. One more time. I just, I just let them process know. that. Once again, sir. Top five and we not five is there what we're trying is, to tell baby. them, right? So there since we're is. doing that, you got to make sure that those checkbooks is open and we are here to get yeah. everything in motion, right? Absolutely. So you're going to hear some new stuff. You're going to hear some old stuff and some stuff that we're going to remix as we get into this session. Now, guys, one thing that I need to get to as we're closing this taking care of business part. Yeah. It is a problem that I recently came across that, you know, we're the gentlemen of Extraordinary League. We mm-hmm. talk about this all the time. But our listeners don't actually have a name. Yeah, We got to fix this in 2020. I know. How do we have all these other shows out here that got uh, all these types of hive? I feel like hive is dead. I don't want to do nothing no. with Yo, the hive. How about hive. Plus, I don't want that strong. hive smoke. The strong. What about the strong? Yeah. The what strong. happened with the, the coalition of the willing? The coalition of the willing is there. I like that, but I don't that's know. That's what we used to call some chicks in college. That's, yeah, different. that's I, different. You know, that's a different Ooh. kind of setup. I ain't yeah. going to go to that route. It's the way. It's 2020, I'm in a higher place. <laughs> so I ain't going to shout out the college joints, but I want to get a name on that situation, fellas. We got to get that going. And Should we outsource our listeners? Yeah, you know what? We're going to ask. Let's let's put up some names next time and we get to vote on it. I know everybody's getting active on the stories, so we got to make sure that we enlist coalition of the willing to come up with their own name right i named myself i don't know if i want anybody else calling me some shit i ain't want to call myself so why the hell not on that note fellas you had anything moving and shaking coming into this first week anything going down anything fun exciting anything you need to let people know about as we finish up this taking care of business yeah for me i've been i've been putting a lot of energy into doing my meditation differently um i meditate every day i've been doing that for a long time but i always did it as like a thing i've always done i I stopped paying attention to it i stopped giving it like attention and energy and treating it like something that needed to be developed that was just like a part of my routine Mm. and something i did so it stopped being useful so again hearing all all the guests that have come on all the different conversations i went back and listened to a lot of the show and try to take more back from it than I took the first time I heard it. So sometimes you get information, and we've said multiple times, you have to hear things multiple times. You have to hear it at the right time when your mind is in the right place mm-hmm. in order for it to affect you properly. So we had a little bit of time off during that time. I listened to all, a lot of the past shows. I took that inspiration that I needed, and one of the main things I did was refocus the way I meditate. I still meditate in motion, but I also meditate in sitting in a stagnant place before I go to sleep now. That's what's up. And it's changed a lot of my attitude because the main thing I tell myself is what I'm going to do tomorrow and who mm-hmm. I'm going to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it has affected me because I am definitely the person that I said I was going to be when I went to sleep. So, mm-hmm. Gangsta, man. He's out there flipping them birds. But making shout that move, out man. to you, 100 birds. 100 yeah. birds on them. Putting yeah. up them birds. <laughs> I love that. For me, I think uh, I, I just changed my mindset. So instead of looking at... Uh, being able to move in wellness as a chore is more of a privilege, sure. right? Like I'm, I'm privileged to be able to get up and work out every day. And when you change that approach, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, it, it becomes less of a hassle and more of like, damn, I can't wait to go get it in, go pump some arm on my brother Tone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You got to take the hassle out of the hustle. Hell yeah, exactly. man. That's why I'm sweating in here like a Baptist preacher right now. I'm just doing a bunch of <laughs> you all looking like you just got the you ghost. You all looking like the deacon. Yeah, I was like, my brothers and sisters out here. Tone definitely lunged the steps. I also, did. And he did some push-ups with the book bag on and plyos. He did plyos. I should have took the laptop out of that. I wasn't. You know, hindsight is 2020. Yeah, it was a way yeah, to push up. You know, all I know is that was the loudest push-up Yo. I ever heard. I'm in Yo. the bathroom yeah, and he, the walls is rattling. Yeah. Tone knocking. Well, you know, out. you know the type of energy he's bringing into this year, man. Tyrannosaurus told you it's gonna be a whole different oh it's a different type of mode now i will say that the patience that we saw in 2019 Mm -hmm. is now and presently being eroded at an alarming rate it's kind of like some shorelines out there so i i am a eternally patient person Mm -hmm. but that patience is starting to go you're gonna hear some stuff Uh you're gonna hear me talk that talk talk. talk. and it's time to take i'm saying documentation over conversation every single time and we coming back in here for all the stuff that i feel like i was owed in 2019. Why not? Why not? To get you the first joint for free. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure that everybody was understanding that. Now gave you, you prophecy on the first joint. <laughs> Couple cats lamed out. Uh-huh. They ain't really appreciate it until goddamn yeah. we started this shit. And it's the only way we can start by getting into this first show. We're going to kick it off 2020 and that ripped from the headlines flow. Let's get into the show. Now, this is the segment where we look 
at all the topics coming throughout the course of the week to try to find the wellness inside here and keep y'all out there informed as to some of the good, the bad, and the ugly that we see inside these streets. Now, fellas, 2020 came off with an alarming rate. I always like to try to start with the good, and I want to make sure that we give people good information, and I start off trying to be as positive as possible when I come in here. So when I saw that Walmart is going to start this top of the year off by giving out free wellness screenings, I had to applaud them again. Right, So now the national retailer will be hosting wellness events that they will let you come in and try to get low-cost screenings, flu shots, immunizations, and demos for exercises. Now, long-time listeners of the show will know that last year we noted that Walmart is making more investments inside of the healthcare sector. Now, I want to applaud this effort because it's getting more access to wellness for low-income people. That's something that I will put everything on my life to try to get toward. But I have to pay attention to what is going on on this side, too, because... If we're looking at this with a critical lens, and I look at what all of brick-and-mortar retail is doing, and I look at all of what health and wellness is doing, and I see a major discount retailer starting to move stronger into this wellness play, then I have to take a look. And i got to ask my fellas, my counsel, my people who give me some reflection, am I bugging out? Is this all good? I want to put this in the good column, but I also know that there's got to be some ulterior motive. How y'all feeling on Walmart moving deeper into wellness? I'm nervous about great value fitness. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm nervous about a situation where, because they messed up meat. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's not meat. Yeah. They got, they got yeah. beef in a tube. Mm. You know what I mean? The, the chicken smell like fish. The fish smell like cat. Like everything isn't, you know, everything isn't together. Like if you eating meat at Walmart, I'm sorry. I apologize <laughs> like for cat, whatever like situation cat, happened that caused you to have to purchase meat at Walmart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's a reality, but yeah. that's not good meat. It was rolled back prices. Bro. Yeah, they, they rolled back on the whatever, the health. So if, if you're doing that and we already see brands who have the right intentions, yeah. they may not have the right application, but sometimes they have the right intention, watering down a wellness product. And Walmart's branding is watering things down in order to distribute it to a larger, to yeah. distribute mass it in market. mass. Yeah, go into that a little yeah. bit more. Like, they're radically successful. So we know Walmart on the consumer side as being the place where you can buy cheap stuff. But on the bigger side, they were massively successful right up until the part that Amazon was just kind of like, yo, your game's over. It's tired. Yeah. Wrap it up. Yeah. Because they were the place where people bought literally everything from books to baby wipes to questionable they meat. everything. <laughs> All in one town. Goldfish, yeah. guns, yeah. edited CDs. Yeah, yeah. they then, drop a Walmart into your town and none of the other retail locations in your town actually yeah. existed anymore, realistically. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of Walmart's blueprint. That is 100% is Walmart's blueprint, especially in middle America and in areas that don't have a lot of access and don't have the... The spending power to, to to justify higher end things like places where you're not going to find a Whole Foods, you're going to see a Walmart. Yeah. So when you look at it from that perspective, you're looking at people who have limited level of options, which is really who Walmart's demographic is. They're now going to start talking nutrition and fitness. That can be a scary thing. Word. I think that it's, it's outside of that good category for me. Mm. If everybody else is aggregating your data, I feel like why would they not also be taking that data and using it in a negative play? And if you're talking about middle America and you're talking about the people that often back Walmart and supply them with the funds that they get, I don't know if that's a good situation on my end. I think people in real cities... Not real, but yeah, real cities. People in real cities don't realize how powerful Walmart is in small towns. Yeah. Because in small towns, like Tone was saying, Walmart took out it's all the, the mom and pop spots. Well, not just that. They took out all the mom and pop spots. So not only are they the less, ex the least expensive game in town, and a lot of towns are the only thing. And when they're in trouble is a sign of you need to pay attention to what the economy is doing. Is really the point that I wanted to make noted inside this whole story because exactly what you're saying is right. So if that level of brick and mortar is starting to die, I remember what I said, there's going to be a bubble that pops coming into this year and they're moving into wellness. They're making all of their new oncoming employees have access to a whole list of health options that they can go through and get education and actually be accredited in their region and then also starting to sell you stuff inside of those regions, that's a play that's trying to shift where their money is going. So now investor minds got to look at that and say, where else is this going to happen? And if you're looking at CVS, Aetna, if you're looking at what Google is buying, if you're looking at all of these things, you probably will know where this is going to end up going down the line. I think health and wellness are actually going to come into this fight 
strong into this year. Remember this happened. First show, we said this. Let's see where it plays out throughout the rest of the year. So that was on the questionably good. I am now going to transition into the bad. Now, the bad might have to take up the rest of the segment because the bad is always going to be something that we got to pay attention to. We're coming in with the super villain. Listen, man, we can't outwalk this, right? Some people might not know who that is, Corey. So we got to walk this thing out. And I got to make sure that we understand, you know, what happens out there, Corey, because there are some real super villains out here. There's some bad people. The world is in a scary time right now. We turned into 2020. There's a lot of weirdo stuff going on. A lot of people moving around and really being out there intimidating, you know, gangsters, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of that stuff coming around. So, fellas, when I saw something that actually made me get shaky, and you know my Brooklyn bias is strong. I don't normally get shaky, but I saw something that looked like a little bit of a sub that was directed at me. Mm. And if the sub was directed at me, I got to be a little nervous when it's coming from a real OG. So, Corey, you might be right on that side, right? So, recently, I read a quote. Seemed like it was a little dart thrown my way. Came across a little something like this. This lifestyle gangster came through and said, we're really trying to move the culture forward with my next project. Mm. Now, we come on here and say we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. Mm-hmm. So OG Gangster Gwen came back up in here and is taking culture from me? Yo, what's going on, man? I don't know how to look at this thing. <laughs> I'm looking through and I'm trying to see, yo, Goof is moving even stronger starting off with 2020, fellas. Right now, Gangster Gwen is coming to a streaming service near you in the new year. Triple OG Gwen is planning on delivering wellness trends, giving you inside looks to all things that move wellness in her new show coming onto Netflix and these are direct quotes coming out of the press release. So I'm starting to look around. I'm like, yo, this sound, shit sounds familiar. Shit sounds very familiar. One of the things that stopped me dead in my tracks and let me know exactly what time it was when she came in, she hit me with something on some, we are here one time, one life. How can we really milk the shit out of this? And that's a direct quote from the thing that they actually released. So you know the gangster is here. I tried to tell people about the vampire spray, the stickers, all of this craziness, but now she's bringing it inside your house. I think 2020, a lot of wellness is going to be fighting to get inside your crib, fellas. Am I bugging out right now? Because it's sounding like the walls is closing in. <laughs> I'm going to hear the rest, but I got a theory on this that I want to share. Yeah, man. Well, now, I mean, so first it's on the screen, but now I see she, she taking over blocks. She ain't borrowing them shit. She's taking them over. They just released something that's going to be inside of every Sephora coming down. Them shits is on like every corner in New that's, York. That's like locking down the towers. Yeah. I saw the wire. I know no, what the fuck going on. I told you. <laughs> She's on she, the block. She bought, she bought the block back. Omar's back. <laughs> Am wilding. I bugging out? Because this, this wellness culture shit, I'm looking around like, hey, man, we done got knocked off inside the house. Now we getting knocked off by Gwen. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> She's getting live. What, how y'all feel about this wellness culture coming from Gangsta Gwen? So let me, let me give you what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is that she's telling you the absolute 100% truth ain't no subs. <laughs> you thinking about the wrong culture. Mm-mm. Listen to me. You thinking about our culture. She talking about her culture. Man. There's a culture of people whose whole purpose is to see what you're doing and take that shit. You mean scammers? Scammers. Scallywags. <laughs> We've been bamboozled. <laughs> Flip flams. <laughs> Hoodwinkers. Hood All of them. Yeah, man. Those are the yeah. people who come through and milk your almonds. Oh, Bro, yeah, we've you know been run amok, run astray. I'm telling milk, you, she milking is, your almonds. She is milking your almonds. She is milking yeah. your oats. That milking is the oats. culture. Yo. She is 100 percent a part and a forefront of that culture. I don't okay. care. She can't throw them hands. I don't know, man. <laughs> Listen, when somebody Sandwich. take the tool out and put it on the she table, might. I got to pay might. attention. She might. That's go kind of what it sounded like to go me. Go ahead and swing on you want to. 19 vampires. Oh, I ain't going to swing. That's what I'm telling you. She's like, yo, I ain't even got the psychic. Like, I don't got the psychic bulletproof vest, but Shorty's coming on the block. I don't know what to do when Dog, you protected she, against shit that don't exist that's, that's what, what i'm, I'm saying she's strapped she up she got the vampire repellent she's unfucking phaseable fam no, i don't know how we strap up against that no. <laughs> so i'm trying to get ready you know when it's time for war when it's beef Yo. beef is when you need two gas to go to sleep i don't know how you fight a vampire i don't, fam. I don't know no. i don't know how to get they past don't that. even eat beef that's what i'm garlic. saying you know she got man? vegan vampires i don't even understand yeah, the yo, science on that another level right there the vegan vampire it's crazy they love garlic they love garlic they got organic garlic necklaces I'm confused. So this is why I said I got to switch up my moves. I don't know how to fight a vegan vampire, bro. That was the flip right there. That's wild. We're not even really sure what vegan vampires are living on. That's what I'm trying to figure out. (laughs) You just living on spirit. I spent my whole life trying to move, but now the gangsters is coming to the block. Beat beat blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's beat beat, blood. It's beat blood. That's why when when shit comes out like that and things start getting too real, you just got to switch sports. Yeah, Yeah, man. This game ain't for me no more. That's what I'm trying to figure out, fellas. I got to back away from the situation because she coming in taking this culture and it sound like she knocking on the door with the tool man I don't know what to Just, do oh, 
fucking going, man. man she, she came out the low rises. Yeah, I'm not here for the scoop on Goop no more, man. <laughs> the scoop on Goop. I, I never want to talk about Goop, but she keep coming back. I, <laughs> I never want to talk about this shit. shit. Somebody, it, she having a hot girl winner? Yo, she have a hot, <laughs> She ain't have a cold anything. She been through the whole season she was on. <laughs> she in the winter in a hot tub in a bikini. She chilling. Dead of winter, hot in tub in a bikini. Exactly. She's in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, man. So that was on the flim flam. And now, like, unfortunately, folks, we always got to come into the ugly. So that was the bad. Gwen is always good for a good bad situation. Always good for a chuckle. But we got to look at the ugly. And guys, I saw something inside the New York Times this week that said that wellness instructors in particular are in an increased rate for a type of injury to your vocal cords that they are just starting to discover. Now, this set the internet ablaze because people didn't understand how strenuous it is to be a wellness practitioner inside these day and age. I know that I've heard people lose their voice constantly throughout the course of the week, coupled with the music that you got going on. There's a lot of hazards that are baked into our occupation that a lot of people don't necessarily know about. Do you guys feel like we should have more comprehensive screening for the health of wellness instructors? Like OSHA standards will give you certain quality ear protection and they will tell you that if you're doing something that is very loud, you need to have time off to rest these instruments. But unfortunately, we typically don't get paid for all of that stuff. Right. What's your thoughts on this new rash of vocal cord surgeries that people are starting to have as wellness instructors? I've seen it way, way, way too many times. I can name a couple of fitness professionals who've actually been on our show who I've been like, hey, fam, listen, here's some ginger, maluka, honey drops that you need to be taking right now. I think the issue is that a lot of these coaches don't have the right representation at their studios as far as people that are investing in them. I know when I was at a particular studio, we had an, a, a, a vocal coach come in and teach us how to actually diaphragmatically breathe and how to speak from our gut and project our voices in a way we're not strenuously killing our cords. I'm teaching a lot of classes still. I'm still outside. I taught three classes this morning. My voice is intact. I'm never projecting my voice in a wild, crazy way. I think it also comes down to two two things where it's like we need this coaching and we need this direction but then people also need to be their authentic selves and I feel like sometimes people come in this room and they think that in order to command the room they gotta fucking fly off the handle and and, and just get crazy loud to bring a good energy to the room and I think that you know that comes with experience once you really know how to own and captivate and own and command the room you don't gotta be the guy or the girl who's obviously screaming at the top of your lungs to give an, an authentic genuine experience in the room as well to tie- personally I, I agree with you 100%. To tie back to the analogy you made, Tone, about OSHA, I, I was an environmental safety and health officer for a while, and I remember trying to get my guys to adhere to OSHA standards, and we're talking about like wearing safety glasses, wearing ear protection. It doesn't matter how much information you give people if they choose not to listen. You can set a lot of standards, but the real thing has to come from the education. So what I started doing was when I had like engineers who wouldn't put on their heads, I'd go take them to one of them old heads, who didn't wear their ear protection either, and you try to yell at them across the room and they have no idea what you're saying because they're deaf. You know what I mean? All of us know that instructor who started out with that that nice, smooth voice and then started to sound like... Chated Kiss? Nah, started to sound like Wesley and Tu Wong Fu. <laughs> and then toward the end, they get that good wispy sounding, yeah. like that good gravelly, everything's right here. And it's tragic because I know the girl you're talking about. Yeah. And she started out with a nice, sweet, high-pitched voice, and now she sounds like this. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, girl? How you doing? You know? However she chooses to identify today. Yeah. I remember how it sounded beforehand. <laughs> You know, that's real talk. It's tragic. You know who we talking about. Real you talk. know the ones. The identity stayed the same the whole time, but the voice changed heavily. Yeah, but you know. The reality of it is, like, you have to take care of yourself. And we always talk about taking care of yourself and practicing what you preach and all of that yeah. stuff. Your voice is, you only get one voice. We only get one of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's one of those things. Like, we, you, you so busy trying to project and try to catch attention, like you said, make a lot of noise. Yeah. But sometimes you got to show people by the example of using your it also helps for us because we have bass-heavy voices. Some the, of the higher voices, pitched your voice is, the harder that is to, to hold down. Some of the voices in this industry need to be silent. So. Mm. That's true. Yeah. So do your thing. Maybe Ooh, you lost your voice for a reason. Me? I like that. Shout like out to Shorty. That. that sounds like pop smoke. Yeah, man. They be coming in. It's like, yo. It's Welcome fitness. to the party. Yeah. Welcome to... <laughs> Not pop smoke, though. Yeah. <laughs> Get on your bike. Welcome to the party. Yeah, man. Yo, fitness might not be your thing, but if you got 16 in the tub, you can figure something out. Yo. Yeah. Get on this bike. I got these balls. Get on your yeah. treadmill, baby. Yeah, Welcome yeah, to the man. party. Hey, yo, bitch. <laughs> That's how you got to come in, man. My bad, know? my bad. I ain't mean, get that one out. Yeah, you know not. I mean, nah, chains so is out. I got sound like X. Like, um, 
changes out. The spot that won't be mentioned didn't hire me because they said my voice didn't project enough. That's why they got microphones. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, I still got my voice. Yeah. And I know my class Shout is out to that. So Only if they're measuring is. you by energy because that projects farther. You feel yeah. me? Hey, man, it is what it is. You know? It you know? is what it is. Forever now and will be going forward. <laughs> I like this. You got damn right. And as we project going forward, Kyle, What's we got to transition up out of this whole rip from the headlines piece, and we're gonna get some new segments in here, folks. Right? right. We still giving them, chopping them up some stuff. So mm. I'm, I'm still trying to understand which way we're gonna go myself. This Woo! is the first flight. Yeah. We're trying to understand where we're yeah. gonna go through. What we calling this new things, thing? How things, we moving? Things could change around here, Yo, baby. Things are Everything things, is seasonal in life. Things are smoothing, man. So what's good? It's your boy Troy Brooks in the building, and uh, the new segment that we got coming up right now is gonna be called a well curated life. So well curated life is basically going to be something new. It's a strategic and well thought out approach to build. Building your best life. So what happens underneath that moniker, that umbrella, is we're gonna have several different segments. All right. So we got a new segment called the Divine Refinement. All right. I'm gonna tap into that a little bit later. Um, and then we're gonna bring back a crowd favorite. The people have been speaking. I've been getting direct messages on Instagram. They want to keep their crowns polished. So from the crown down, we'll stay here. I'm saying. For those that don't know, from the crown down is about mindfulness and mindset, and most importantly, knowledge of self. And then we're going to get into a beautiful segment that has been the newer segment that I introduced last year later on, which was Win the Day. All right. So basically speaking about how you've already built that mindset and how you're going to take that and how we're going to take that to the next level, ultimately allowing you to win the day, which will help you win the week, win the month and win the year so forth. Um, So today, what I want to speak to um, you guys about is something that I've just been thinking about lately. Right. As we enter this new year, as we enter this new decade. We must be clear on what our blueprint is. And I want to get back to that in a second, but I want to speak to this 2020 thing and how everyone's talking about 2020 clear vision and what that vision looks like, right? So a lot of people that I've been speaking to lately have been telling me that they are in a shift. So whether that be a career change, a personal change, people that I know, even some of you gentlemen, are being pushed out of your comfortable places and forced to grow. So for many, 2020 symbolizes the year of vision. But I've said this before and I'll say it again. Vision without execution is purely hallucination. Oh, you're right? going to get some bombs on that one. Give me okay, that one more time. Get the wheel, Selector. Vision without execution is hallucination. All right? The Migos put out a great song. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Feel me? So let's bring that energy. Skirt, skirt. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> Yo, we got to get him animated, man. Go for it. Lean into that shit. You can't quote Migos and not expect Skirt, skirt. Yeah, so for many, you know, vision without execution is hallucination, you know, and I've been there, shit, I'm still there, continually being pushed to higher places, swimming in unfamiliar waters, I know it all too well. Last year, y'all, you know, especially new listeners, pay attention, last year I became a new dad, and that was the hardest and most beautiful thing that I've ever done. It forced me to dig deep, it forced me to pay attention to my thoughts, it forced me to eliminate the false narratives that I told myself about myself. It forced me to see a therapist finally, clap, clap for that. Uh, It challenged me to evaluate the company that I kept and to remove people from my life that I thought would always be by my side. It forced me to be aware of what I gave my energy to. It forced me to destroy who I thought I was and create space for who I'm becoming. It forced me, more importantly, to think legacy. And it forced me to redefine myself and to redefine the approach to how I move through life. All right, and it forced me to create this blueprint that I wanted to share with you guys. So getting back to this blueprint and what that meant for me. So when we spoke earlier, Corey, and you were getting into what you were doing in your practice for the new year, I think I came into this year specifically with the same vibe and the same energy that I was on last year. Last year, I finally got to this point in my life where I was able to create this blueprint that I feel is like ultimately what is going to build my success and continue to further build my success. You guys know me. I'm a minimalist. For me, I keep it simple. I keep it stupid. Less is more. Um, I'm an old school dude when it comes to my beliefs, so I just keep shit very simple, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a character kind of dude. I judge you based on how you move and the shit you say and the shit you do. So I just want to get into basically a little bit about what my blueprint is, and then you know, hopefully you're picking up what I'm putting down. You can take some of these things, and you can take this where you go. Where you want to go. So my blueprint for this year is more prayer. So for me, the power of prayer is real. So for you, that could be meditation. That could be, you know, manifesting your thoughts or wherever you decide to put your energy. But for me, it's prayer. All right. So that's one of the most important things. Less assumption. Less assumption has been a fucking game changer for me. And less assumption paired with more communication. So opposed to me having to assume what I think you're saying, 
I'm just going to press you. Like, what, what did you mean by that? Or, hey, listen, this made me feel this way. I need to know exactly how you felt about it. I need to know how exactly how you delivered that thing to me so that I don't assume the right, the wrong thing. So doing that has been a stellar, stellar thing for me as far as building my level of communication, keeping my cool, keeping my peace, and setting boundaries in my life, being transparent. This is, my, this is probably the best thing on the list, minding my business. Keep my head down, keep my chest tall, mind my business. Drink my tea, pinky up, I don't give a fuck about what you got going on. I got to get to the back, all right? So that's a big thing for me. A couple of last things here that I think were really, really important, and this is where you brothers come into the mix, is connecting with genuine people who have common goals but bring something to the table. The bring something to the table part is a major component. You could have a friend who has a cool idea. He thinks things are cool. You both think things are cool. But if he brings no value and brings nothing to the table, whether that be work ethic, working smart, integrity, stepping up to the plate, being consistent, being a man or woman of their word, they have to bring something to the table. It doesn't have to be a monetary thing, but it has to be a heartfelt hustle thing. And then the last thing that I have on this list that I um, think is super, super, super important for me um, would be to just be very aware of what you give your energy to and who you give your energy to. Not everyone deserves access to who you are in 2020. So make sure you remember that. All right. Now, fellas, I do have a question. All right. Maybe two, maybe three. I don't know. I need a shot right now. Miles, pull it up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you got shots back there? I was like, yo, that's what's listen, up. Would you saw that bottle outside? You didn't see the, you didn't see the, the joint? We, nah, they, missed they, they, listen, they ain't cut the check, so we're not going to say who's out. Never. <laughs> anyway. Fellas, so first off, all right, do you have a blueprint, all right? Um, I guess we've all had a blueprint in life, but are you sticking to that same blueprint? Do you have a blueprint? And if you have the blueprint, what has changed, right? So maybe you had a blueprint. Certain things weren't working. You've had to implement new things, take things around. We move. We push We push different parts in. Anyone can take this question. General question is, do you have a blueprint? And if you have a blueprint, what are the major, what are, the, what are one of the major things that's on that list that you find to be very valuable, especially for our listeners? My blueprint and the main thing that I've followed and it's carried across is Mm -hmm. consistent and honest self-evaluation. And one of the failures I had in the year was not being honest with myself about how I evaluated myself. Yeah. Giving myself too many, oh, I'll get it next times and a couple Mm -hmm. of, nah, you know what I meant to do's and all of that. Not being really honest about exactly what I was executing, exactly who I was in individual moments. Mm -hmm. And trying to instead give myself the excuse of overall I'm this mm-hmm. instead of being like, but in this moment I was that. Mm-hmm. So I would say the honest evaluation is the consistent blueprint that I keep going that keeps helping me evolve. That's beautiful. My blueprint would be find a job that pays well, find a hobby that induces creativity, and a workout that keeps you in shape. All right. That is a solid, effective. If snap, the shape snap, is shit, round, shimmy. that's still a shape. It could be round, it could be square, it could be triangle. Shape is a shape. You get in whatever shape you want to get in. Yeah. yeah. I want to see that triangle wave. That's what I was about to say. You come through as a triangle, you're going to get kicked off. That's the angle. You know the angles. You know the angles. I know a couple upside down Doritos. Yeah. Does that count? The 3D joints? like old chest, old chest, no legs. You getting kicked out. Those are just ethos. Those are just ethos. Yeah, man. Tony, I had a direct question that I actually wanted to ask you. No diggity. You wear many hats, man. Uh, you're definitely a guy who has your hand in several different pots, and I'm sure that with that comes challenge and change, and that's inevitable. So for you, uh, when life gets real, I just want to know how you handle that shift. Yeah. Um, I say that this is coming in a time where life has been real for the longest amount of time. So listeners out there don't know, and I don't really wear everything on my sleeve all the time, but... For the last, I'd say, three to four weeks, probably like the last month, I've been in the hospital enough to be considered like a registered nurse at this point in time. Like I should have a time card punching in and out and all the rest of the chaos that's going on on the personal side and the family life side and then going into the business side, all the uncertainty. Like I wear these stripes inside the startup stuff, but there's ups, there's downs, and there's a lot of things that change all the time. So I can't tell you if I quite have a blueprint Mm -hmm. because there's built into my existence is going to be variability. And I started off by saying every season, everything is a seasonal inside of my life, right? There's going to be times that are good. There's times that are bad. So I constantly prepare myself to be prepared to step up when something goes wrong. Constantly. I don't want to have a pessimistic look on life. Just the life that I know ain't starting with a lot of good favor in my direction. So because of that, I'm not going to take this and let that count me out of a game that I know I'm trying to win. 
I come in and I don't even know if I want to have favor in my fortune just yet because this chip in 2020 is only getting bigger. Same person. Everybody come in, new year, new me. Nah, it's same me, same shit, bigger chip, right? That's kind of how I feel coming into this spot. And no matter what you put in front, what the hurdle is, what the block is, we're going to go up, over, around, underneath, through, however we got to move, I'm going to figure out a solution. And that's the blueprint as it's going in motion. Yeah, I was just about to say that the blueprint sounds like it's by means and by yeah, any means necessary. Yeah, it's going to get by that. By any means necessary is your blueprint. That's what it is. <laughs> it's like, listen, the, the code switched. Okay, this is what we're going to yeah, do. You move yeah, the line. Okay, yeah, this cool. is what we're going to do. By All right, this is, how you, yeah. this is how you giving it up. Okay, this is what we're going to do now. You know, so it's... Realist, realistically, my truest code is to have the team around me that I know is going to do the same thing that I can do for them, right? And that's in all honesty. I think I was inspired by that Kevin Hart segment mm-hmm. where he was showing through his documentary. He was like, yo, there's like 60 people behind what you see as Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to get to that. Yeah, the blueprint facts. is, facts. yo, I'm going to be in this foxhole. We riding. Yeah. Then l- let's go. Absolutely. Let's get this done. <laughs> The time is now. Hell, the time is now. God damn it. Now or never. The time is now. Yo, <laughs> Put it on man. the book. I'm going to need you to take it easy on, to my life. Nah, <laughs> Ain't no nah, taking nah, it easy Don't take no it more. easy, fam. So, don't take shit off. easy. You need to move your chip, all right? Nah. The chip over Chick's here. big. Nah, you take it how you want to take it. A lot of guac. <laughs> Yo, guac is extra. The guac and Tony is extra, so we in a good place. A lot of guac. You know it's spicy. Spicy guac. Big chip. A lot of guac. That's what we on. I was about to sing a song, but then I realized... You, the, the tone just gave us. He gave us a Jamaican chips. accent on the Mexican. Yo, yeah, <laughs> big chips, yo, not a lot of guac. guac. Nah. Shout out to El Shaba Hanks. Yeah, yeah yo. <laughs> he would yeah. not get a shout out on this podcast. Yeah. El Shapo, El Shapo, El Shapo. El Shapo. So oh, yeah, we not shouting him out again. We gonna let that die like his career. Yeah, <laughs> wait, career exactly. Moving past yeah, that, yeah, we're gonna step into a new segment. Gen- oh, you right. hitting the you hitting the senior segue senior over here? Segway. You like that? I do. I, I see like you. High step. I see okay. what you did in twenty guacamole. Yeah, high stepping in twenty twenty. He's high step. I see what you did. Go ahead. Now, as I look around the room, mm. I see sophisticated gentlemen. You know what I mean? The mm. the camera. I mean, y'all can see us, but like y'all came in fly. My man Troy out here with the the nice arm candy on the wrist, you know, shining bright. I'm blind a little bit. My man New Corey year, out rolling. here with the. With the boots, with the what was it the mink? Uh, the mink, mink oil, oil on mink it. oil on it. You need to define it because they yeah. shine. You know what I mean? My brother Tone out here. You know what I mean? He, Whoa! <laughs> ready to bust. He just, I ain't fun. He just bought the chest out. If y'all, if y'all you know are just listening and not watching, my man just Hulk Hogan opened his shirt. Yeah. He um to put me in, coach. I'm putting in. I'm coming into the game ready. Put me in, like, coach. What? Ain't shit refined right now. Tone hit us with the breakaway yeah. button down. Yo. That's what Without you know. a collar, that's some yeah. new shit right there. I ain't Full never seen that. on peck show. Yo, so. that's what we here for. 2020, chess out. I say I'd like to say that this is a prime example of <laughs> Holy shit. my new segment called Raising the Bar. All right. Mm. right? Because we raise the bar every time we touch down on these mics. Damn straight. Every time we lead a crib. Every time we speak, you see our presence. Yes. We raise the bar every time. So this segment is... About everything that I do is what I find quality in, what attracts my attention, and what I see out there as raising mm. the bar. Right? I love it. So, you know, this week I was I finally got a chance to catch up with different things. Uh, I want to start off with some shout-outs, first and foremost. Go ahead. Shout-out my man Ricky Shubio out here. My man. Yo. You know, fam and friend of the show. Got a nice little write-up in... Uh, the lifestyle in New York. Go okay. read that. It was, it was fire. Shout um, out, big homie. Shout out, big homie. Shout yeah. out, Randy uh, Rude Boy. Randy. Yo. Randy out here. He's doing stand. I think, Corey, you sparring with him next week, right? Nah. Nah. nah right, cool, come cool, on, cool. man. Nah. We're going to get this charity box with yeah, Randy one time. Nah, I'll, I'll roll with him. I'll roll with him. He's going to spar. So, uh, with us raising a bar, you know, I got to quote the good Lizzo and say, you know, I don't play tag, bitch, I've been it. You know what I mean? Okay. So, if I'm giving you a stamp for something, you better know that it's a fire stamp. Yeah. Shit. Starting in a negative place. Okay. I finally got a chance to see that Bikram doc. (laughs) Sorry. Yo. Your man? Yo, offside. The man is a mogul. Hold on. Oh, wait a minute. This is not the show that I'm starting. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. No cap. The the following statements are not supported by Off the Strength Podcast. Yeah. No, 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 no. Listen. 
the man is crazy. But any person that can rent a room for 400 people and charge $10,000 a person Yo. is raising a bar. Two. No, 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 no. Not everybody got touched. I don't think that was exclusively the reason why they was in there. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't the only reason. I think they learned a skill. Yeah, and some people, he did have a high standard of scrutiny because he was calling some people out just straight up at the top. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I've heard him say shit. He changed some lives. Shut up, bitch, go. Yeah, like, in a gold thong. Yeah, yeah. No, no, black thong, gold rolly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to dress up as Bickham for Halloween. Damn. Fuck it. You got to hit people you with watch that. Yourself let, me, let me tell you what Halloween party I'm not going to. <laughs> That's not going to be the one I'm at. <laughs> let me tell you what TV effect I, I'm not getting. Yeah. I won't be there. Yeah. I, wanna... I, I retract that statement, y'all. I'm not going to dress up as Bickham. Bro, I want to feel sorry. For, not the yeah. outfit for you. That's not it. I want to feel sorry for anybody that was in that room. Of course. But you paid $10,000, and the moment he walked in in them drawers I'd you like, yo check this yeah. out nah, let, let, nah, just nah. go ahead My man just go ahead give me that the, money right now <laughs> yo you paid 10 G's for gold member to come out yo exactly <laughs> with the ponytail yo, with the first ponytail. Of, I'm the not man, letting nobody a man bun. with a ponytail back here and the forehead here yo. tell me yo. I'm, you know, inadequate. That's you just not you happening. You can't hit me with a point. He's not raising the bar that The funny thing is the shit, if you look at his photos, the shit started as a man bun, and as yeah. the hairline started to recede, that was it, started, stress. it started to go into the ponytail. I think yeah. it was the money, too. The money yeah. was just getting too heavy. Yeah. Well, he went from Stephen A. Smith to, like, a monk. Facts. He, he went Chinese. No, no, no. He went from yeah. Stephen A. Smith to like Stevie Wonder back there. Like, yeah. It was, oh, yeah. He was just hanging. He was just hanging on. To he was hanging on. loose. Hanging loose. Uh, aside from that, I want to talk about another company that I'm seeing out here. I ain't naming the names because I ain't they ain't cutting a check, but they've been out here taking up real estate mm. and commercials. They've been in scrutiny. We've kind of talked about them before. If you're listening to the show, you know what I'm talking about. But I saw a commercial one time, and it was a a young gentleman of color. And he was singing Lauryn Hill, Ready or Not, loud as he was working out. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. who are you really marketing to right now? Because that's not how I work out. You know what I'm saying? But I see the real estate that they're taking up. I'm watching. I see the target audience that they're going for. I'm not really feeling it, but it's something that you should pay attention to. Mm. I got to end with the music and the bars. Yeah. I know y'all seen uh, Griselda out here. Mm -hmm. Did you see the Dr. Birds video? Nah, I haven't seen it. I, I saw clips. Fam. Griselda brought Hype Williams out of retirement. Yeah. Hype Williams production. Yeah. Hype Williams production. It's fire. I ain't seen a video that good in a long time. And it's not even nothing crazy. crazy. And it's yeah. just it's just fire. Like yeah. legitimately. I really hope we go back to videos. That would no. be dope. It's, it's a fire video. And uh just to be able to bring the culture back to a video yeah. is something in yeah. itself. And to see Hype Williams, he might be one of the best ever. To do it, I mean, yo, Hype Williams is so good. He actually made you think Belly was a decent movie. That's yeah, how facts, good his for real. The opening I scene is all Belly's, I need. I, I still think Belly's a great movie. I just movie. watched the opening See? scene. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just watched the opening hey, scene. Man, it was a fire scene. Real talk. Yeah, he that's gave, all I need. He gave you the cinematography. The acapella drop with the yeah. with oh, man. forget about it. Come on, throwing it off the. You know their album sales went uh, right back up. No, no, Kiana. That was my favorite. So to wrap this with. Uh, my music takes for the week. My man Mick Jenkins just dropped last night. Uh, the Circus is out. That's a fan favorite of mine. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That might not get you where you need to be, nah. but I got to plug nah, that. Nice. That jazz yeah, was my yeah, joint. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Drink more water. Drink Facts. more water for sure. Sir. And uh, I had to go back to Roddy Rich. Uh, the yeah, Please excuse me for being antisocial yeah, has been what I've been bumping mm. in the gym, in my commute. When I gave that old lady shoulder on the subway this morning, I mean, you know, it was because of Roddy Rich. <laughs> Just letting him know. All shoulder bumps aside, yeah, <laughs> it shoulder, is what it is. Shoulder bumps aside, I hope that you don't get into any real tussles with the old ladies this year. I would like for you to leave that behind you. Yeah. We're going into a different place, Kyle. We I'm in a higher place, here. and if they don't respect it, they're getting checked. <laughs> Yo, some shit don't change. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Never. He playing hockey on his commute. Chin checking your grandma since day one. How you feel? It's like that's not that's not the that's not the wave, man. We can't be out here yeah, doing you that. You can't be pushing Pearl into the turnstile. Yeah, man. man. We just said we was open for business, bro. We can't be out here beating up grandmas. What kind of shit you, you doing? Hell. You got hey, somebody Meemaw laid out on the subway. I got crazy, hundred man. Are we gonna get the sponsors. 
is right up out of here. Listen, we top five and we not five. Not five. <laughs> when he knock over your great aunt and yell, Griselda. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the wave. That's not the wave. Ethel, watch angles. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, you move, know? Edith. I appreciate my homie for bench pressing our standards and raising the bar. Thank you, Ooh. Young Jones. He made that thing happen. And of course, sure. we got to transition into yet another one of these marvelous segments. Corey, what should the people be expecting in this next segment, brother? I'm going to give you some life. Mm. So... I decided to completely change up the segment and refine not only how I'm giving you the message, but also what the message really needs to be. Because, again, in the process of evolution and trying to make yourself better, trying to make myself better, I'm trying to help you by helping myself. So a lot of these, as I've said before, but I'm saying this to these new listeners, a lot of the information that I get is things that I have have recently learned or things that I'm evolving in my learning, and I'm trying to share that with you. So I'm trying to give you this moment of clarity. And thank God for granting me this moment of clarity. This moment is going to be about commitment. So when we talk about commitment, the first thing I do whenever I try to define a thing is I look it up. I look it up, I Google the definition, and I give you what I get. And then I try to repurpose it and give it to you in the right way where you can really palate and you know digest that information. So commitment is defined as dedication to a person or a purpose. And when we give ourselves dedication, we put our energy into something, and we have to understand that energy is finite. There's only so much energy that you have. There's only so much you can share. There's only so much you can give or you start to take away from yourself. And there's a point where if you feed one thing so much, everything else starves. So when we look at commitment, we look at consistently highlighting those that are successful in the field. We look at that by checking out their actions. And the common thread that comes in is that commitment, is that goal, and is that focus. And when you commit to too many things, which was my biggest failure of 2019, was committing to too many things. And when you commit to too much, you've committed to nothing. And commitment is the action of integrity. Mm. So if you say you are going to do a thing, you have to actually do that thing. But if you commit to too many things, you can't do any of those things. And that was one of the failures that I've had. And I want to share this with you so that you don't have to do what I did. So one of the biggest failures, I've already figured out my best way of trying to overcome that. Committing to forcing myself to say no. Because people come to you with things and you really want to help them. You really do, but you got to look and see how much energy you have. Because everybody needs help. There's millions of homeless people out there. You can't feed every one of them. You have to choose who in your circle you can assist, who in your circle you can work with, and what things are going to feed both you and them. And oftentimes you try to feed so much that you end up starving yourself. And committing to forcing yourself to, to say no so that you have the room to say yes. And whatever weight you put on your shoulders, I'm going to just carry that attitude, at least for me, is dead. I can't do it because that shit will break your back. So I only pick up what I can carry to my own destination and I get to choose that destination. And I'm not walking with you. I'm walking for me and you can be with me or not. And one of the things that I had to carry on and I had to take on was the fact that I can't do everything. Mm -hmm. And I've always tried to. And then you end up doing too much. So the commitment has to be to understand what you can do. To understand how much you can do and to cut it off before you can. That way you don't put yourself in a position where you are not doing the things that you've committed to do and then you can really follow through. So define your dedication and follow up what that dedication is. Figure out how you can commit to a person or to your thing or whatever it is that you've committed to. And this carries over not just business but relationships too because commitment and relationships, and I'm not talking monogamy because monogamy and commitment are two different things. What I'm saying is if you have your outlines that these are the things that I'm going to be in this relationship with you, make sure you can actually do those things. Don't just take it on because you want to have the relationship. You want to build the thing. And a lot of times we have the idea, well, I've got five out of the six boxes checked. I'll figure out how to check that box. If you can't check that box, don't pick on that task. Don't do that thing. And I want to talk to you about the last thing and the most important thing that's ever been in my life is love. And commitment often comes from us trying to find love in our relationships, in our business. Everyone always says, do what you love, you're going to be successful. You have to figure out what it is that you love. You have to figure out how to love it. Because I've loved things the wrong way. I'm sure we all have. And I've loved things not enough. And a lot of times I love the wrong person, place, or thing the wrong way because it was the closest thing to me. And the shortest path to love isn't always the best. Facts. So walk that walk. So gentlemen, I have specific questions for y'all. So I want to talk first to Kyle. Talk to me about your commitment to your craft. Because I know you got in and I know you put in those hours. 
and your yoga. I don't know, you put in that time listening to all these tracks, you can give us as good information. Because there's a lot of people who know about Griselda because of us. So I want to know, what are you doing to make sure that you stay on that commitment to the development of your craft? I think commitment truly comes from authenticity and being true to yourself. So because I'm constantly true to myself, in the words of Troy, I'm never going to be on no sucker shit. And that's what allows me to recommit every time so effortlessly and with that being said i think it just makes it a lot easier for me to then give to other people for me to educate those uh number one rule as a trainer at least for me is i'm never gonna give someone information that i haven't done myself or anything that i haven't known to work or anything that I literally just have. I'm not going to give you an exercise I never did. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you a yoga pose I never did. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you to listen to an album I never listened to. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you to go eat some food at a spot I've never been to. Right? And that's just how I operate. And I feel like that's what allows me to stay authentic and recommit with whatever I need to recommit with. I'm blessed with that. Troy, my man. Yo, so, you know, you're a shining example for a lot of people, right? There's a reason why a lot of folks follow. And one of the things that I can say that I'm impressed by, and I've seen some of the journey, I've seen some of the beginning, is your commitment to family. So, talk to us about that real quick. Uh, it's, it's the foundation. You know, we speak about our strength um, being rooted, and in, in, for me, my family is my foundation. The, the home front is everything to me, so protecting that, harnessing that, sewing into that, investing into that is the main thing. And if that is good, if that aspect and element is good, everything else is whatever. Kind of like how Tony says, things are chaotic, things are always moving, things are always changing. I can deal with all of that. I can deal with anything that comes with business. I can deal with anything that comes in friendships, everything outside, circumstances, grieving, anything as long as my family is in tune. So as long as I can stay consistent and continue to build my family and make sure that my home front is good, everything is good. Uh, communication is everything in my marriage. Communication is everything in my in my friendship with my wife. Consistency and showing up every day and being present for my son is everything. You said something that I want to tie into that was more important to me than anything was you finally understanding that no is a complete sentence, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, and I got that from Trina Morris. Who's I a, got that from you. You got from me, and I got it from Trina. You know, pay we all forward. got it from someone. Plant that seed. Um, and if y'all continue to pay to these, to pay attention to these episodes and go into archives, you'll be picking up these same gems. Um, no, understanding that no is a complete sentence is the biggest thing for me right now as I go into this journey. I was telling Tony the other day, very fast, I'll go into the story, that my um, my wife, I was on my phone doing something, and I missed a moment with my son. And I told my wife, I want to be better this year at at not answering text messages right when I get them, at leaving people on red and blah, 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 blah. And she said, Troy, it took us two years to conceive our son. We might not have another one. So every moment that you're on your phone and you're emailing, you're handling business, that is a moment that you might never get back. Uh, and that shit had me literally in tears in that moment. And at that moment, I knew moving forward that I had to make sure that I invest all my time into my family and that my family is my main priority. Everything else can wait. Oh, someone ain't die? It ain't that much of a priority. Straight like that. So I just want to give that energy. I just want to put that story out there. Just put things in context of how I know I'm setting these boundaries and how I know no has no choice but to be a complete sentence for me right now. Right. So I respect that. Thank you, brother. And Tone, so my original assessment for the question that I was going to ask you, I think was wrong. So mm. I was going to ask you was, real talk, so what I was going to ask you was your commitment to a goal. Mm. And I decided instead that my observation of you is more to a commitment to growth. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's a singular goal that covers more things. Yeah. So talk to us about your commitment to growth. I'd say it stems from the fact that I know that I need to grow to make everybody that's important to me um, in my life, their lives better. It has a cascading impact. So I'm going to grow to the highest possible level that I can so that that secondary, tertiary, and whoever in those rings that orbit my life of importance Mm. are going to be impacted by that. So that's why I got to go as far as I can, as big, as bright, and as boldly to make all that happen. Now, I have other goals that are inside there that I feel like are important as well, but that's primarily the only reason why I get up and do it. Or that's the thing I could say every time I get knocked down, that's the battery that I go back into. So we on the closing end of the last show or the last season said it was 92 Mike Tyson season. Like, all right, mm. you might hit me, but ain't going to stop. It's going through that. You're going to have to tussle with that and see where that's going to go. So with that being said, now also looking at what goals are and what commitment is today, 
it has to be about reciprocity. Because there's something that I can tell you that in I, I can look back last year and I can see a lot of spaces where I've committed to giving other people value and committed to getting them to their goal. And I didn't feel like I got the same commitment back. So when that happens, and I said it I'm underneath a time of appraisal and a time of auditing every single aspect, I can't go forward with that same level of reaction because I know how much I have to put in when I say I'm committed to something. So it just won't work in any other space. And across the board, that's the new terms that I have to move with. And it's just, here's why I know that I need to have some level of rebound from that. I'm going to put everything I can to get you to wherever we need to go. And if I can't get that back, then I can see why we don't need to work together. And Boom. I can see why we don't need to be in whatever situation we're in. Next. And I can see why we go and all the rest of that. So that's my commitment right now is committing to reciprocity. So let me let me wrap this. Let me just say, first off, I want to thank everyone who is listening to our voices because in the process of trying to create better content for you and to give you the honest evolution of myself, I've been forced to be even more transparent with me. My conversations with self are a lot better. Um, the My approach to things have changed, and they've changed because I've said things that I then have to live up to because I keep saying it to other people. And that internal integrity is the highest level of checks and balances that I could possibly create. The You listening to my voice makes me better because I have to be in order to feel justified in what I say. And my commitment, my biggest commitment is to the development of self and sharing that with others so that you can be better. Yeah. So I want to thank y'all and I want to thank God for granting me this moment of clarity. Love Hell it. yeah. Love it. I love that. Thank God. He put a nice little bow on that. We're coming back into this year. We're trying to step up, elevate. Make sure everybody understands that we're here to play. Big talk, real time. Faithful listeners out there, Coalition of the Willing, come up with your own goddamn name. (laughs) Make sure that once you have your name, know that we're building an armada. Anybody that really wants to come hustle with us, let's get down on this independent trip together. So I'm talking to my shooters. I'm talking to my videographers. I'm talking mm-hmm. to my music producers. I'm talking to my fly swag people. We got a lot Everybody. of people in this tuck. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people saying that they want to get down, they want to support. All right, now this, here's the call. Say Bring less, do more. Here's Say the less, call. do more. Pull right? Up. Pull up. You show up, I'm going to commit to you just like you commit to me. I'm going to commit to my brother just like they commit to me, and we're going to go get this thing together the right way. How's Absolutely. that sound? It sounds Super beautiful. Facts, I think facts. that this is the way to start the year off. Facts. Off. Off <laughs> the strength. Three times. <laughs> exactly. Say so you know what time it is. Hey, man, I yeah. need to make sure. Yo, I can take credit for a lot of shit that we did. Facts. I'm going to start taking credit for some shit that we did. You better because yeah. other people I'm, keep trying to I, take I, it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. The calls hey, is coming from inside yeah. the house. It's crazy. It's crazy. Shit's crazy, man. <laughs> Top five. Shit's and we crazy. wasn't five. And we wasn't five, bro. <laughs> We wasn't five. Oh, man. Yo, fellas, y'all got anything else y'all want to put on that? Little public service announcement. If you direct message me and I don't know you and you say, yo, let's connect, let's link, let's build, and I don't know you, you need to be a little bit more specific because guess what? In 2020, everybody don't need access. I don't give a fuck how that sounds. So be authentic and count on me. If you come on this show in this year, 2020, you a guest on this show, you better make sure you're promoting this shit like it's your show. I'm on your neck. Yeah. Velvet rope treatment inside the DMs now. Facts. You ain't getting in with them shoes, player. Sorry. Nah. nah. <laughs> Yo, these cats are trying to link and build and build and link. But they wasn't even linking on building. they wasn't building. linking a building. I don't understand. Yo. It was horrible. I don't understand. I'm like, what are we building? What are we linking? What are we linking to build? They ain't had none of it. They you ain't come me? up with no construction materials, no plans. Yo. <laughs> Where the blueprint at? Yo. Like, they ain't have a blueprint. <laughs> no architectural background at all. Like, I don't understand. They ain't even called Virgil. He ain't put off on none of that none shit. None of that. Yo, fam, if you aren't wearing your shit, why you think I would? Come on now. Ding, ding, ding. We got to put this together, man. Yo, last little shot I want to throw in there. I, I got something coming up on January 28th. Details haven't fully materialized, but Brooklyn, New York City, back on this panel shit. January 28th, 6.30 p.m. More details soon come. Woo! Make no plans on the 28th. You shouldn't. Telling you. <laughs> we coming in here live, direct. I ain't going to tell you about this. Just That's a no Tuesday more. night. Just Ship is big. It's a Tuesday night. Make sure y'all pull up. I'm there. Turned up on a Tuesday. (laughs) Extra Um, guac. Tuesday Tuesday the 28th night, client. Just know I'm I'm y'all. We in here. We coming back around once again. It's been another fantastic episode of Off the Strength. I'm a trainer called Tony. K.R. Jones. Troy Brooks, the Habanero Jefe. 
Your trainer, Corey, a.k.a. your favorite trainer's favorite trainer. Hell yeah. Peace and much love to y'all. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Wash your hands. The pen is dirty. <laughs>